ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Hello and welcome to Speak Life. My name is Marty Layton, and I'm so glad that you're here with us. We are honored, honored that you're here with us today uh, to hear the words of the Lord. You know, so many people feel the need uh, to complain and grumble about the current picture of our world. And I want to remind you that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And this very platform that I'm building with you is called Speak Life. Speak Life. Based on the prophetic voice and a proper representation of Jesus the prophet. You know, Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And you're either going to speak words that bear the fruit of death or life. And whatever you speak is what you'll eat in this life. And this is why it's so important to raise up and activate a company of prophetic warriors, a prophetic generation who will look beyond the lying circumstances and listen to the voice of the Lord. Amen. You got to be ready to speak life. And turn it all around with the word of the Lord. So welcome to Speak Life tonight. You know, we don't deny, when I say turn it all around, I'm I'm saying we don't deny the present negative circumstances exist. We just deny its ability to continue that way. And we speak life. And when when it's overwhelming, we have to learn to draw nearer to Him and come into His gates with thanksgiving and come into His courts Uh, with praise. And you know, sometimes it's like the old song says, uh, we bring a broken hallelujah into those courts, right? Uh, Praise from a broken vessel, and we don't feel so great about things, but we've got to go past our feelings. Amen. And when we draw near to him, when we draw near to God, he draws near to you. Amen. And that's a fact. Uh, It doesn't matter where you are or what your position is. Uh, in this life, or what your social standing is, uh, really even your spiritual standing, no matter where you are, you're to draw near to Him by just speaking one word, Jesus. Amen. And He'll run to you. I encourage you to do that right now. Right now as you're watching. uh, Some are watching on the internet, some are watching on TV, whatever time Wherever you're from, there's no distance or time in the Spirit. You know, the centurion, he came to Jesus and said, I have a paralyzed servant at my house, uh, but just speak the words of life, and he will be healed, and he will live. You know, that's proof that there's no distance or time in the Spirit. And it says at that very moment, uh, the servant was healed. And if you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. Amen. So close your eyes, lift up your hands right now, draw near to him. Father, we just lift up our holy hands to you and we worship you, Lord. I speak life to every person watching right now, every person that's praying, every person that's dealing with this world's challenges. God, we speak life. We speak life in Jesus' name. Jesus, you are the way. You are the truth and you are the life. And let the light of Christ, let the light of Jesus Christ enter into their homes now, into their world, and 
into their circumstances and drive back the darkness. Drive it and push it back, Jesus, with your light. Amen. Right now, people all over the world are experiencing something powerful. Right now, it's happening for them. And suddenly there's a cloud. Suddenly there's a a cloud of God's presence, God's deliverance. Something is happening right now all over the world. Just receive the presence of the Lord. Give him your heart. Lord, we give it all to you right now. And and what we have, all that we are, all that will ever be, we give it to you right now. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me again. Some of you, your families are in desperate need right now. You know, I was praying intently over the broadcast today, and and the Lord showed me that some families are, are just in desperate need right now. And I won't take much longer with this, but I feel the need to draw near to Him. Some of you are experiencing the presence of the Lord in your room right there where you are, for the first time in a long time. And this anointing is reaching through these cameras. And the presence of the Lord is with you right now. Just receive this joyful, wonderful, powerful thing, Jesus Christ. No other thing in life compares to a resurrected life. And that's what happens when you draw near to him and you give your life to him. Your life becomes a resurrected life. I received it many years ago as I cried out for him. And he heard my cry. And he heard me and he responded. And I want you to know today, when you call upon him, he will save you. He'll touch you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're caught up in, no matter what your situation is, he is the Savior. And he is reaching out to you right now. Just lift up your hands. Your miracle is is available and waiting for you to receive it right now. And right now, just quiet your mind for a moment and say yes to his gift of life to you. Just say yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for setting the captives free this very second. Yes, Lord. We say yes, Lord. Yes to you. And we lift our hands to you in surrender right now. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for freedom. Freedom. Freedom for my life. Freedom for my family. Freedom for my nation. Just say that. Thank you for freedom, Lord. Freedom for my life. Freedom for my family. Freedom for my nation. The Word of God says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? I just sense so strong His Holy Spirit bringing that spirit of unity. Unity. Jesus prayed in John chapter 17. He said, Father, make them one as we are one. Say one. Make them one as we are one. And I decree it today, Father, just as you said many times to me, America shall be one, O-N-E, one. Just decree it, America shall be one, America shall be one. America the beautiful, to be united, 
This is the dream. This is God's dream for this nation. The United States of America to be one. And this is the prayer and the desire of the Lord. And Lord, you are raising up co-laborers and warriors in the spirit who will pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, in this nation as it is in heaven, O God. Thank you, Father, for your great mercy, your great mercy. And just like the disciples had in in, uh, the book of Acts, great grace, mega grace. The kingdom of God has suffered violence, but the redeemed of the Lord, the violent in prayer, will rise up now and take it by force. Amen. We know who we are in Christ. We have authority. We have dominion. We have the power of Christ behind us, and we are united in this. We are united in this thought. Our God is able. We may not be able, but our God is able. And there is a kingdom that rules and reigns upon this earth right now. The kingdom of God Almighty and the gates of hell shall not prevail against your ecclesia, your church. Father, I pray let unity come forth. Let unity come forth in the midst of the persecution, in the midst of the bondages and yokes that have come against your people. Let unity come forth. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I will bring a unity that my son prayed for, a unity of the Spirit, a unity where men and women will set aside differences, political differences, racial differences, differences in styles, differences in doctrines. And they will say, let us rise up uh, and raise up a banner of his great love. His banner over us is love. His banner over us is love. His banner over this nation is love. His banner over the nations of the world is love. Amen? And Lord, we pray, let your love rule and reign. And now is faith and hope and love. But the greatest, hear me, the greatest of these is love. Now, Lord, let your love touch every life within the sound of my voice. Those watching by television, those watching by internet, Father, show them your love. Drive out the darkness and the demons that have lied to them. Drive them out. Silence every foe that has whispered in their ears. Let not the demonic powers of this hour divide your children any longer. Pour out your mega grace and your mega mercy upon your sons and daughters, and by the power of God's Spirit, and in the name of Jesus Christ, I strike down those demonic spirits now. Just as Jesus' disciples returned with great joy and said, I saw Satan, uh, uh, I, I, I saw him cast out as we used your name, and Jesus said, I saw Satan fall as if struck by light from heaven. I believe we're going to see the great falling away of the powers of hell, the great falling away 
of the powers of hell, the great falling away of those who have come against the church now. And as Satan once again is being struck down as by light, and the hovering powers of darkness are being defeated and struck down now by the power of your word, Jesus. And I decree unity is coming back to the church. Unity is coming back to families. Unity is coming back to this nation. And we do speak life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do you feel the shift? Do you feel things changing? Do you feel the presence of the Lord right now? I believe something powerful is happening in your family, in your life, in your home. Listen, and in your nation, people watch this broadcast from all over the globe. And in your nation, there's something happening, something powerful by the Spirit of God in your nation. It may appear for a moment that the enemies of God get away with something, but you'll find out that God has them on a very short leash and their progress is stopped, stopped entirely. And God will make your home and your family one. His Holy Spirit, one in the Spirit, one in the Holy Spirit, one in the Spirit of the Lord, in one accord, the unity of the Spirit. Never give up on the power of God moving in your situation. Amen? Amen. God is so good. God is good. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. His word is present. Listen, his word is present in this broadcast. Jesus is the word. And when his word is here, He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could dare think or dream or imagine. God is able to do beyond what we can imagine. God is able, and he has given you the power. Listen to me. He has given you the power to run through a troop, to leap over a wall, and by his power, you can do these things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That means I can do anything. I can do whatever he asks me to do. I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. And we refuse the demands and the dictations of the kingdom of darkness. We receive God's word, God's destiny for our lives. And we resist and we rebuke the powers of hell. And we decree and we declare whom the sun sets free is free indeed, and therefore I am free. Amen? How many of you are ready to to just receive from the Spirit of God tonight? I believe there's a breakthrough waiting for you right now. There's always a battle before the breakthrough. And that's why we've been battling in so many areas. I had a, a very powerful week this week. Uh, with uh, Bishop Bill Hammond and uh, the Christian International Ministers Retreat this week. It was very powerful. Uh, God did so many powerful things, and people's lives were changed forever. It was just an amazing time in the kingdom of God, and what a privilege to be among those who are are so anointed uh, and so empowered by the Spirit of God. And and, uh, 
Bishop Hammond sends his love uh, to those on this in this audience, how much he loves the people of God and those who are the prophetic warriors who are making a difference. That's you. Those who are the company of prophets, the the prophetic generation that's raising up right now and rising up right now. And, uh, you know, I, I was encouraging uh, Bishop Hammond that uh, his encouragement to us over the years has been to be reproducers of reproducers who reproduce reproducers. And I was sharing with Bishop that that is exactly what we're doing, and we're doing it through the power of media, uh, through the Internet and through television networks. And we're reaching out and we're touching uh, who knows how many lives right now. Uh, Only God knows how many are really being touched and all the nations that we're touching. We get some feedback uh, but we don't know really how many in total. Uh, but God is doing it, and God is challenging uh, the anointing on the inside of each one of you uh, to rise up and to, to press into that deeper walk with Jesus, that deeper relationship with him. Remember, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And a stranger's voice, they're not going to pay any ten- any attention to. Amen? Amen? And so I'm, I'm just telling you, this is the day of breakthrough for the church. This is the day that we rise up as the kingdom of God, as the army of the Lord, and we take it by force. Amen? <clears throat> How do we take it by force? I'm not talking about physical violence. I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about p- powerful decrees in the spirit. I'm talking about taking dominion authority over every demonic power that rules in the spirit. Uh, Listen, the enemy has no power that could succeed against you. He is an already defeated foe. He has been totally stripped of all power and all authority. And all power and all authority has been given to Jesus Christ. And what did Jesus say? He said, now you take this power and this authority and you go into all the world. and preach the gospel, and these signs will follow you. And he began talking about raising the dead, speaking in tongues, and and the release of the power of his spirit, actually uh, doing greater works than what Jesus did. How many of you are ready for that? I believe that's the hour that we're living in. This is the season of time that we've come to. God is ready to move in power. And how many of you are ready for your breakthrough? Are you ready to break through? Let me just tell you, it's good to be in the presence of the Lord with you today. Tonight, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the battle before the breakthrough, but I want to talk uh, from this perspective, prophetic revelation. <clears throat> and I know I'm not going to get everything said. I can already look at the clock and, uh, and see that I'm not going to get everything said tonight, but I want to talk about prophetic revelation. Listen, prophetic revelation means you receive a thought from God, and and most of the time it's without even thinking about it. You just are struck with a fresh thought from heaven. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to use these broadcasts to bring us into unity of the Spirit by His words of hope, Listen, it is an invitation to God, and there is an attraction, 
and a fascination from God to you. God gets fastened upon you and the exercising of your faith in him. And these broadcasts are important. Uh, They're changing lives. And even though there can be a relentless flow of bad news out there, the media, the, the, um, the bad news prophets that are out there, like David said in Psalm 112, in verse 7, he said, I shall not be afraid of evil tidings. My heart is fixed and steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Let me just tell you, that is a powerful place to stand. I shall not be afraid of evil tidings. My heart is fixed and steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Regardless of the bad news prophets and their prognostications, your heart is still fixed upon him. Amen. We are still filled with joy. And it's like a defiance. And we are defiant. We are defiant to the forces that tell us we must submit to the bad news of this world. We're defiant to that. Well, Brother Marty, you don't realize there's an extreme economic crisis. My response is simple. I just want the facts. Just the facts, please. Uh, We are not plugged into this economy alone, but the economy of the kingdom of God, and it supersedes this world's economy. Uh, Go back two, three weeks and listen to the message I preached on uh, Risen with Christ, part three, and how Jesus didn't only uh, raise us up to walk a life of resurrection life uh, in every area but finances, but he specifically wants you to prosper. So just give me the facts, please. I don't want to listen to these false prophets in the news media who are flooding God's people with their false prophecies and fake news and their opinions. In fact, I defy it and I refuse it. The Bible says we shall know the truth and the truth will make you free and break you through. Amen? Amen. Everybody wants to hear God personally, by the way. Everyone wants God's word and they want it personally. And by the way, we do prophesy personally over many people each and every service at at our church, Life Point Church. I personally invite you to come be a part of our powerful prophetic services every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, Life Point Church. The greatest church with the greatest people. Amen. We meet every Sunday. 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee's Life Point Church. Come and receive prophetic insight, revelation from God, uh, all in these powerful church gatherings that we have. We also have an incredible worship team, so prophetic, so powerful, uh, powerful children's ministry. Children's ministry is not babysitting, by the way. It is our opportunity to empower and bless uh, the up-and-coming generation and help set the course by the hand of God and the Word of God uh, for their lives so that they'll follow Christ. Amen? And the church family at our house, let me just say, is the best. 
I believe our church family knows how to come around people, uh, people who are hurt and wounded, and, and, and bring love and, and healing to their wounds. Amen. So please come check us out. And let the Spirit of God speak to you personally. Amen. That's Life Point Church this Sunday, 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Listen, everybody wants God's Word. Everybody wants it to come personally to them. And so I believe you're going to have a personal encounter with God when you come visit our church. Amen. The Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church, 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Don't let anything keep you from coming. Amen? Amen. What You know, whether people know it or not, they're craving the voice of the Lord. They're craving uh, prophetic revelation. And I know <clears throat> as we were praying and declaring tonight, many of you heard more than just what I was saying. You heard something by the Spirit of God. Because God is speaking to his people. And we used to describe it as, remember the old uh, radios that used, used to have to turn the, the knob a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and, and you had to find the sweet spot in there to get the, uh, the, the tuning perfect so that you could hear clearly without all the static. Well, that's how hearing God is. Uh, you know, when we... When we get into the anointing, it's like turning on that radio. And uh, and the more you pay attention, the closer you get to tuning in. And you not only hear what the what is being spoken to you from the pulpit or from the, uh, the broadcast here, but you start hearing more than that. You start hearing what the Spirit of God is saying additionally that applies to you personally. And listen, God is speaking to his people. He's speaking to his people and reversing the beliefs in bad reports, false prophecies, I call them. It's the unraveling of the bad prognosis. Uh, the, the doctor may have said something, but just give me the facts so that I can hear what God is saying and add what he is saying as the true facts, the truth that will change those facts. Amen? And so when God starts speaking in these moments, he gives hope again. And that's why I say, just give me the facts. Because when you take the facts and you add God's voice and you add God's word to it, <clears throat> a divine reversal happens. And the facts become fiction. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, it is the end of of this prediction and prognosis and what they are calling the facts will now become fiction. It is the end of this prediction and prognosis and what they are calling the facts will now become fiction and the great unraveling will happen now. Listen, church, it's a, everything is about to break through. Everything is about to break through. It's breaking through now. Uh, every time the enemy is being cast out, uh, there is a, an, an enraging uh, 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 temper tantrum kind of a thing that happens, and then he's cast out. You know, I often think back to uh, when we were in the midst of the overthrow 
of the Saddam Hussein regime. Uh, and we were pulling down that madman and replacing it uh, with hopefully a better government uh, and a better leader. That was the intention, was to remove someone who was a murderer and a, a mass murderer and doing all kinds of evil things. But while, while they were pulling down the statue of Saddam Hussein uh, on TV in front of the statue, not, be, not able to see what was happening behind him, he was saying, this is not happening. This is all propaganda. Uh, the, the, we're doing fine. Saddam is still in power. All these things, it was all propaganda. When behind him, where he couldn't see, the statue was coming down and the people were being liberated. That's how the enemy is. Just as everything is breaking through, just as everything is being overturned, the enemy's trying to lie and say, that's not happening. I'm telling you, we're in a situation right now where the great unraveling is happening, the great uh, uh, dismantling of the powers of hell that have worked against the people of God is happening right now. Remember, Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I want to encourage you to begin to speak words of life. Speak life. Speak what God is saying in your heart. Speak what he's saying. Fine-tune right now. Get close. Draw, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. Uh, come to his presence Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, and begin to lift up worship to him and listen to what he is saying to you. And listen, just one word from the Lord can change everything. And we're fine-tuning that frequency. And uh, it's, it's, it's turning everything around. And don't listen to the lies and, and prognosis of the enemy that says it's not working. Everything's going in the wrong direction. These bad things are happening. You know, I've heard so many people talk about uh, <clears throat> the economy uh, being broken right now, and broken beyond repair. Let me just tell you, the power of God is greater uh, than that economy. He can turn everything around in two seconds. He can turn everything around economically he can fix things he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask think or imagine and he can do it in in a moment in the twinkling of an eye and so i want to encourage you don't listen to the lies of the enemy any longer don't listen to the uh, th to the inundation uh, of the negativity that comes from the false prophets and the news media and begin to worship God. Draw near to him and worship him <clears throat> and let that praise arise uh, and let him begin to draw us into a greater unity. Amen. Listen, God's vision for America, I believe this with my whole heart, is unity. America shall be one the United States of America. This was something God birthed and something God did so that he would have a city set on a hill uh, that would send the, the gospel to the nations. Amen? And I, listen, I, America is not God's pet, uh, but 
I believe this. Jesus prayed uh, that God would raise up his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And there has to be a place that God works from, a nation that God works from. And he raised up America for that purpose. I believe that with every, every part of my being, uh, that America is called to be that city set on a hill. And uh, we are to bless Jerusalem and bless God's natural, Abraham's natural seed. Uh, but the church is Abraham's spiritual seed. If you're Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Uh, what promise? The, the Abrahamic covenant promise. And so <clears throat> everything that God did for uh, his natural seed, God is doing for his spiritual seed, the church. Amen. And I believe America is being, has been raised up to be a voice for God in the nations. Uh, in fact, even those who are the globalists, even those who are, uh, even those who are uh, trying to tear down America, uh, what, they're, what they're saying is the only thing stopping us from take over, taking over the world is America. Why is that? Uh, because we're standing uh, for Christ. We're standing for what God is doing. Amen? Uh, and I'm telling you, the presence of the Lord is bringing prophetic revelation to his people right now. And it, God is using these broadcasts uh, to activate a deeper uh, awareness of his presence, a deeper hearing of his voice. Uh, some people say, well, how do you hear God's voice? Do you have spiritual ears? Yes, but let me just say it like this. I hear God with every fiber of my being when he talks to me. It's not just uh, here, uh, but I feel it in every part of me. Uh, Jeremiah said it's like fire shut up in my bones. It's like it consumes me. And... Um, it's important that we understand everybody doesn't hear the voice of the Lord the exact same way. Uh, some people, you know, believe me, I, I I don't doubt some people hear God different from me. Some people hear God, they they hear an audible, like an audible voice in their heart. Some people see a vision. Uh, some people see a ticker tape and words scrolling across their eyes when they close their eyes. Uh, but God is speaking to his people, however you hear it. He's speaking to his people right now, and he's activating the hearing ear, however you hear. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, God is the creator of both. That's what Proverbs says. And so <clears throat> that's why I say, listen, there's a great unraveling happening right now because the church is listening. The church is praying. The church is drawing near. And so what is prophetic revelation? Prophetic revelation, it's revelation about the future. Uh, so why must we understand uh, and choose to believe prophetic revelation? Because some people are just dominated by their past. They're dictated to by their past. They're controlled by their past. And when you're saved, listen, you are brought out of your past. 
but your past must be brought out of you. And your past is this huge body of work that you've accomplished, things that you've gone through. It's a long path that we know intimately. But the future can be so very short uh, uh, and small uh, without prophetic vision. In other words, people see more of their past than they do of their future. And the way you shorten your past and limit what it can dictate to you is to allow prophetic revelation, to allow God's voice to speak fresh vision to you so that you can see further into your destiny, so that you can see clearly your purpose and partner with God's vision for your life by declaring his truth rather than the lies of the darkness that you understood from the past. Prophetic revelation, listen, is an invasion of your thought process. It's an invasion of your thought process, and it'll give you a divine perspective. Suddenly, something is speaking to you in your brain. And, you know, I remember um, uh, Dr. Sandy Culkin uh, one time was, I was listening to him preach, uh, it was actually at a Christian international conference. And he said, you know, God gets up there and thinks thoughts. And uh, listen, I, I call that an invasion of your thought process. The Spirit of God speaks, and suddenly it becomes the most dominant thought. And it begins to give you a divine perspective and a challenge to let go of the past. You know, God's Word says, His thoughts are not yet our thoughts. Therefore, his ways have not yet become our ways. And so we must allow God to give us his divine perspective. A divine perspective is when God steps up in your heart and challenges you uh, to have a, a perspective of dominion and possession. In other words, whatever challenge I face, I have the power to take possession of it. I've been given divine authority from God to take dominion over it and to rule over it. It no longer rules me, but I rule it. And that's what I call occupational perspective. Jesus said, I want you to occupy until I come. That's a military occupation. I call it an occupational perspective. You decree and declare like a king. Because that's what God says you are, a king and a priest unto him. Jesus said, you must occupy until I come. You're limited to two choices, once again, a situational perspective or an occupational perspective. One is just surviving, <clears throat> but one is thriving and ruling and reigning with Christ. Amen? Occupational perspective is whatever situation is facing me, I have the power to take occupation of it. And when the giant was facing off with David, David had an occupational perspective, not a situational perspective. Everyone else had the situational perspective. But David knew he was called to be a king, and therefore he made this prophetic declaration this day i will take your head off you, off of your body and feed your body to the beasts of the field and the birds of the air and again 
<clears throat> I want to ask you, are you speaking life? What are you declaring over your life? A situational perspective just sees things the way they are and tries to figure out how to, uh, how to work, whether, whether they can overcome it or not. Just how, do, how does this work out? Occupational perspective sees the same situation and says there's no reasoning in this. I only see the fight of faith, and so therefore I'm going to rise up and I'm going to occupy. I'm going to walk in dominion authority. Listen, everything Jesus did for you not only brought you back to the garden uh, before the fall, but brought you into a deeper relationship with Almighty God the Father. You don't have, you would never have been able to fulfill the conditions of the old covenant. Only Jesus could do that. And so there had to be an understanding. <clears throat> and God knew Adam was going to fall. The Lamb of God was slain from before the foundations of the earth ever being laid. And so we understand that God knew all of this. But Jesus came and brought the divine reversal and brought us back to that place where we now have occupation, uh, occupational perspective in life. And we're going to occupy until Christ comes. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to drive out uh, the marauders and the squatters and the invaders, uh, uh, the lying demonic powers that have been fully defeated and we're going to walk in authority over them, just like Jesus said. Jesus said, don't sit around waiting for me to show up. I want you to occupy until I come. I don't know about you, but I don't want to sit back and let the enemy tell me what limitations I have to operate within. <clears throat> Listen, if you want to wear a mask, then wear a mask, but I'm not going to live within that limitation. If you want to take a jab, take a jab, but I'm not going to live within that limitation. I have an occupational perspective, and I'm going to take as much territory as I can possibly take for the kingdom of God. I'm going to wake up people uh, to the authority and the dominion that they have in Christ Jesus so that we can together occupy even more. And if something faces off with me, I'm going to take occupation of it because I have an occupational perspective. And no matter what things may look like, if I face a giant, he's only there for me to take him out. Amen. If you have to choose whose report you're going to believe, the facts may dictate one thing to you. But if you'll take an occupational perspective, you'll start declaring with prophetic revelation and you can release the power of God into your situation and watch the change come to pass. As you occupy, you reign like a king over all your enemies and that's what you're called to do. I've seen great Christians face battles and begin to act and behave like heathens without any faith. They hear the fake news that the enemy continues to peddle <clears throat> and what your disposition is supposed to be. I refuse to listen to them and their selection of their selection of the facts. I want to add my facts to the facts, and the fact is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's a fact. And if God be for us, who or what could ever be against us? That's a fact. 
Well, Brother Marty, you're losing sight of reality. No, I am not. I am aware of it. And sometimes I'm affected by it, but I want to add some facts to the facts. When Jehoshaphat was surrounded by enemies, the Bible says Jehoshaphat feared, and then there's a comma in that sentence. It's like a little speed bump. He feared for just a moment, and then he sought the Lord, and he got the word of the Lord, and he began to turn everything around by prophetic revelation, adding God's facts to the facts. The whole truth demands that all the facts be presented. I've heard about the challenge you're facing, the giants you're facing. But my question to you is this. Are there any other facts you can consider? Pastor Tracy and I, we look at the challenges that we face together. And for 35 years together now, we've looked at them and said, that can change. That can change. We always have had an occupational perspective. It's not something we had to work up. It's a revelation that God gave us. Prophetic people are to have one perspective, and that is not a situational perspective, but an occupational perspective. You must choose to see things from a different angle, a different perspective. We are risen with Christ. We are seated in heavenly places far above all the principalities and powers of darkness, rulers of this present darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. We are above them. We have a divine perspective, a a prophetic revelation. And the devil comes at you uh, in the face of your challenges and says, has God really said this about you? Did God really promise you that? But a divine perspective doesn't ignore the fact that there's a problem. It doesn't ignore the fact that something's not right. But it says, I cannot and I will not retreat. I cannot evaluate by situational perspective. In other words, situational perspective says, I'm in the middle of this and I have to start measuring things out. But occupational perspective says, I choose God's point of view and I know I can overcome this thing. It's pure, unadulterated, blatant faith. But you must learn to perceive it in order to receive it. Then decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. And light that drives out darkness will shine on your way. You have to choose to run to God first instead of the many other voices that are speaking so loudly out there, particularly the voice of the past, past hurts, past failures, past perspectives. But he who perceives, receives. He who perceives, receives. He who declares and decrees will rule. And there is a spiritual perception You have to change the facts into fiction. This is why God sends out his prophets to speak his voice to people. You must have the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. 
<laughs> you cannot have the whole truth by listening to your circumstances or listening to false prophets in the news media. These are all lying to you. You have to go after more facts from God. You have to wage a good warfare with your prophecies. You have to ignite divine revelation within your own heart and let God tell you the rest of the facts. That's what you decree and that's what you declare. This is why it's called good news. Amen. This is why it's called the good fight of faith. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. And as one of God's prophets, I'm declaring a word from God to you today. God has released a fresh resilience anointing. And you're about to see a great turnaround, a great breakthrough, a great comeback, and a great bounce back, a great turnaround of the circumstances, a great breaking through. Is anybody ready to be resilient tonight and receive a speedy recovery? Don't tell me it's impossible. Jesus went to Peter's house, and his mother-in-law was sick. He prayed for her. She got up and started going to work serving them. I'm telling you, a great storm of blessing is brewing over the, over the nations of the earth right now, and God is about to strike your life with blessing. Amen? I can see by the clock, we're basically out of time. <laughs> And I will have to continue this message next time. But I believe I've given you an impartation and not just information. Jeremiah said in, in chapter 20 and verse 11, he said, The Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed, and their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. So powerful. I'm telling you, Emmanuel, Jehovah Shammah, Yahweh Shammah, God is among his people, and God is a warrior. And he's fighting for your family. He's fighting for your nation. Have no fear in the face of your enemy. Be one like the heart of David. I'm not going to pay attention to you. You are, you are the uncircumcised Philistine. In other words, you're not in covenant with God. I am. And greater is he that is in me. Listen, draw near to the Lord. Let him speak words of life to you. Let him give you prophetic revelation. Amen? An occupational perspective is whatever situation is facing me, I have the power to take occupation of it. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. And God is exposing the darkness and everything that is hidden in the darkness. And like I prophesied many years ago, all they do will backfire against them and come out it will all come out into the light and there will be a complete unraveling as they begin to turn against themselves it's all coming out into the light and by the spirit of Christ Jesus upon this nation there'll be a mighty resurrection of this nation 
a great awakening, a reformation, a reformation, a restoration. And God has hit the reset button, I believe. And God has spoken, and things are shifting, as I've been decreeing, from chaos to divine order. And the people of God will begin to prosper like we have never known prosperity before. God will continue to expose darkness and pull their ungodly gained wealth away from them and give it to the faithful and the just. Isaiah 48 and verse 3, it says this, I foretold the former things long ago. I foretold the former things long ago. My mouth announced them, and I made them known. And then suddenly I acted, and they came to pass. Listen to this prophet tonight. When God puts a word in my mouth, I must declare it. God spoke this to me. This will be a time of fulfillment and restoration, a time of reversals, a time of turnaround, a time of prophecies coming to pass for the people of God and for the ungodly. Listen again to this passage in Isaiah 48 and verse 3. This is the word of the Lord, I believe, for this hour. I foretold the former things long ago. My mouth announced them, and I made them known. And that's those prophecies that have been out there. People are saying, well, I thought God prophesied something was going to happen. It says, I foretold the former things long ago. My mouth announced them. I made them known. Listen to the second part of this, though. Then suddenly I acted. And they came to pass. I want to ask you, are you ready to receive fresh insight? A new set of presuppositions, expectations from God? A fresh view of your future? Amen? Amen. Each week I want to give you the opportunity to sow into the soil of this ministry. I believe the death of your opposition has been released to you tonight. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I believe God has spoken death to those things that have been hindering you and your family and your finances and your nation. And he's speaking life to you. Second Chronicles 20, 20 says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and so shall you prosper. Prophets have, have a key to God's people prospering. And I want to thank every one of you who continues to stand with us and sows into the ministry of this prophet. Many great new things are opening for us. Even some television networks are reaching out to us uh, for this broadcast and all of this takes finances, but I believe we must refuse the lies of the enemy that says there's a shortage. There is no shortage. There is no scarcity. That's a lie. God did not shortchange his people. Remember the Garden of Eden was so fully packed uh, and so prepared. That's how God does everything. And the body of Christ needs some course correction and some thinking correction. Amen? 
<clears throat> Proverbs 3 and verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. This is talking about the mindsets that we have that have to change. And in all your ways, acknowledge him. In other words, doing it his way. And he shall direct your paths. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. In, he, in the Hebrew, the, it's the word ra. It means what is displeasing to God, evil. Causing harm and a heavy heart, causing vexation, causing adversity and affliction. If you'll resist that, <clears throat> don't pay attention to that. Just listen to what God is saying. It'll be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions, what you already possess and what you are about to receive. And with the first fruits of your increase, so your barns, the Hebrew word there is a psalm, A-S-A-W-M, the place to heap together and store provision, your barn will be filled with plenty, and your vats will overflow with new wine. And then I think it's so interesting, the next verse says this, My son, do not despise the chastening or the disciplining of the Lord, the course correction of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding for her for her or wisdom her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold literally better than trade than the trading markets of gold and silver she's more precious than rubies and all the things that you can desire cannot compare with her with wisdom. All that comes from changing your mindset from scarcity and poverty and lack to God's wisdom, trusting God and doing it his way. There's no shortage. There's no scarcity. Uh, God has a plan that is greater than man's ability to exhaust his resources on the earth. If we'll learn to change our thinking to what the Word of God declares, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and everybody and everything in it, we'll begin to see a change in our personal economy. And that means we have to willingly receive discipline and correction from the Lord and not despise it. In other words, there are ways that we accept that are not His ways, His way of thinking and it affects our ability to walk in abundance, which is the way we're supposed to live. Jesus said, I came to give you life, and, and that in abundance. Listen, there's people all over the world spending gugillions of dollars on foolish things. There's no shortage. There's no scarcity. But the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, for the righteous, those who are justified or in right standing with God by the blood of Jesus Christ, not by your Good works, lest any man should boast. God wants us to put on the mind of Christ and to begin to think thoughts like God thinks and walk in abundance. Do you know you can have God's thoughts? Your father owns this world. He's the title deed holder of this world. He owns the home you want. He owns 
the things that you desire. And he has a covenant with you that promises you super abundance. But we've got to trust in the Lord and do it his way. Amen. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1, it says, If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God. In other words, that's that prophetic edge. You've got to listen to the voice of the Lord. And being watchful to do all of his commandments, listen and obey, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. That word in the Hebrew is literally tackle you, if you heed the voice of the Lord your God, if you listen to the word of the Lord. Then several verses talk about how the blessing of the Lord will come and overtake you in the city, in the country, in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your ground, your animals, your cattle, your flocks. In other words, your businesses, plural. Uh, the increase of your flocks says in your basket, in your kneading, or all the work of your hands and the work in your home. Uh, blessed coming and going. Uh, God will defeat all our enemies before our face. They'll rise up against us one way, but they'll be shattered by the hand of God and flee in seven different directions. And then it says, God will command blessings in our storehouses. That's your checkbook, your bank accounts. Blessed in everything we undertake. Blessed in the land. And, and, And give us lands, plural. God wants to give you lands as a part of his promise and blessing to you and establishing us as a holy people for his name's sake. Then in verse 11, it says, the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity. A surplus of prosperity. Some people struggle against that. Listen, God wants you to have a surplus of prosperity. It says, we will lend and not borrow. We'll be the head and not the tail. Above only, never beneath. <clears throat> if we'll listen to and obey the voice of the Lord our God. Can you see the prophetic in that? The voice of the Lord unlocks God's treasures for our lives. If we'll just listen to what he says. It says, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. And we've taught multiple weeks on the prophet's reward. It's the unlocking of the blessing of the Lord for your life. Amen? And so I want to pray over your offering tonight. Those of you that continue to stand and bless this house and bless this ministry, thank you. And I want to pray a blessing over you tonight. Father, I thank you for your word is the word of truth. It is your truth that makes us free. It is your word that unlocks our purpose and our destiny and our blessing. And without the free-flowing voice of the prophets releasing vision, without vision, people will perish. And you love your prophets. When we bless your prophets, we are blessed in so many ways in return. And so tonight as we give our offerings to you and place them upon your altar, We give thanks to you, Lord God, for the ministry of Jesus Christ, the prophet. And we receive the blessing of the Lord unlocked now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you again for your obedience in supporting the work of the Lord here. If you're watching 
on social media, there's a link that you can click on there in the comment section, and you can give your offering that way by clicking on that link. Or if you prefer to give by text, uh, you can give by text giving, and the number is 84321. It's on your screen right now. Just text whatever amount you desire to the number 84321. That's 84321. And, you know, some people prefer to mail in their offerings. And if you're one that prefers to do it that way, you can do that by mailing your offering to LifePoint or to Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Listen, it is greatly appreciated, and we thank you for that. It's sacred when you give to God. Again, that's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. I also want to invite you to go to our website, which is lifepointchurch.cc, lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a place there that you can give as well. There's a giving button there. There's also a place you can... Uh, share your prayer requests with us, and I call it our prayer wall. So if you desire to share your prayer requests with me, I will pray prophetically with you, and you'll see the hand of the Lord move mightily in your situation. Amen? It's lifepointchurch.cc. And you know, sometimes God will have me send a prophetic word in response to those who send in prayer requests. Sometimes that prophetic word will unlock a greater blessing from the Lord. Amen. But I thank you for trusting me to agree with you in prayer. Amen. I pray today that you are edified, that you are encouraged, that you have hope stirred up, and that you understand that God is setting you up for the greater blessing right now. You you may be in a battle, but you're about to take the head off of that giant and break through. Again, I want to invite you to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. That's 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville, Tennessee. It's always a powerful time in the prophetic anointing. God's moving mountains in our services. I'm telling you, our worship and our our praise is so strong. The heavens open up. Uh, Many powerful Prophetic words begin to flow, uh, strong prophetic teaching, very anointed children's ministry. Uh, I want to invite you, come join us uh, for a service and bring someone who really needs to hear a word from the Lord or someone who really needs a miracle healing. Uh, Who knows, you may feel the call of God to move here and become a permanent part of this prophetic house. God is moving people like that right now in a powerful way. He's moving at Life Point Church. So come join us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at Life Point Church, 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. You don't want to miss it. Amen. I also want to extend a great big thank you to Mike Lindell uh, for continuing to be a blessing to this ministry. He's a continual sponsor of Speak Life, and he's made available uh, to this audience some great products uh, on both of his websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. <clears throat> and MyPillow.com is where you'll find all the the bedding, the 
sheets, the pillows, the pillowcases, all that kind of thing. And then mystore.com is where you'll find all kinds of different products, all made right here in the USA. And uh, you'll find the My Coffee, uh, which I, I love their coffee. It's incredible. Uh, but if you'll use the promo code Marty, my first name, you'll receive a deep discount on everything you purchase. When you get to your cart, you'll see it. And so I just got the MyPillow 2.0. It's really amazing. If you're having difficulty sleeping, I'm telling you this pillow will make a difference. It's MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Marty. Uh, some people prefer to call in their, their order. And you can do that with our dedicated number. That's 800-859-2938. 800-859-2938. It's on your screen now. Remember to use the promo code Marty so that you receive that deep discount. Why do I keep saying that? Because it's a great opportunity to support Speak Life. It's a win-win-win situation. You get some incredible products that are made right here in the USA. Uh, and, and listen, stop giving your money to people who are going to use that money against you in agendas and, and things that work against your life and against your faith. Buy from people who are going to support what you support and bless what you bless. And that's why I encourage you, uh, buy products on on these websites. Uh, Let God bless you with great products made right here in the USA. It's a blessing to Mike Lindell and to his fight for our freedoms here in America, the beautiful. And and then it's a ble- you get the blessing of great products. He gets blessed, and then we get blessed. He, he releases part of that uh, sale to us. He blesses us financially and sponsors the show. And so I just want to encourage you one more time, MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Use the promo code Marty. Remember, you can always watch this show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube and on Rumble. And I want to ask you to please help us by telling others to tune in so that they can receive this blessing too. That's every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. If you like podcasts, check out our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. And take a moment and give us a five-star review. It really does help us with the algorithms. It helps uh, our Our podcasts populate to the top. Uh, It helps us in many different ways. Give us a five-star review. Take a minute and do that. And please follow me on all social media platforms, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Getter, on YouTube, on Rumble, Instagram, all the platforms. Just look for me, at Marty Layton. Follow me. Like me. Subscribe to me. Ring the bell. Do whatever the platform needs you to do uh, to follow us. But I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. Proverbs 18.21, we've been talking about it all night. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so I want to encourage you, remember to always speak life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.